1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over twenty-eight million drivers who trust Progressive, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
2: The Vice President of Community of Communications, I should say, and Community Impact for the Guardians. That impact is going to be big on April 8th for the home opener, especially with the eclipse. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Curtis Danberg. Hello, Curtis.
3: Hey, good morning.
2: See, now, uh, how was that? Good intro?
3: It good a great intro, although I wish you would give me a heads up that I needed a brush up of my arena football.
2: Oh, uh, am I already getting dog for the beginning of the show?
3: I uh, I did know. I uh, I th- thought I was always with the Indians and the and, uh, Guardians. I didn't know I had spent time with the Gladiators. I didn't
2: say Gladiators just now. Did I Did I do it again? Not now, no, but earlier. No, no. Oh, all right. I
3: happened Kurt- to be listening to the show earlier, oh. and I heard you uh, teasing my, you know, appearance and uh, i earned it
2: I, heard I earned it you can give it to me that's it <laughs> all right he put that thought How in his own doing? head Chris. good i don't know why I, I did that jeff and i were i don't i just stumbled on it this morning i'm sorry i appreciate it i appreciate our you friendship did do it.
3: you made a joke about it yes and then you actually did it so. yes i'm an idiot thank but you appreciate great to it. join you and very excited to finally get our First pitch, uh, opening day time out there, so we can uh, talk baseball. All
2: right, so let's talk about this opening day pitch, five uh, ten. We've got an eclipse that day too, so obviously that that made a difference in what you guys want to do. How are you guys preparing for that? Well, you know, like I, I know the gates are going to open two hours earlier, but we're talking about a lot of people being in Northeast Ohio that day.
3: Yeah, we're still kind of fine tuning a lot of the, the details, uh, but uh, getting the first pitch time was the first and most important time. Uh, but, yes, gates will open at 2 o'clock, and it is going to be the most important message anybody hears. Uh, beyond getting your tickets, which our tickets are on sale today, um, is getting downtown early. So uh, we're expecting in the neighborhood of 150 to 200,000 uh, people coming down uh, on top of just your daily traffic uh, for the eclipse. So uh, they're expecting 50,000 people over on the lakefront by the Science Center, and that's kind of where NASA's mecca is going to be. Um, for that day. But a lot of unique uh, happenings happening beyond just opening day. So we're going to lean into it from the standpoint of uh, having our game at 5:10 and giving us the best chance to get the game in. But traffic is going to be uh, a different level. So use RTA uh, and plan accordingly to get downtown early.
4: Curtis, you guys held off on a starting time because you wanted to do a lot of planning, a lot of checking, a lot of asking, I would assume. What factors and obviously the eclipse is the big thing but and it is the thing but what factors led into this starting time being selected
3: i think there's still many unknowns but uh in talking to city leaders having those conversations we felt the best chance you know we at the end of the day we need to get the game in uh we want it to be safe uh you know for the fans so going with traffic and and everything building up uh to the eclipse versus you know if we were to play at seven ten and Uh, all of a sudden our our fans are now going upstream to get to the ballpark as uh, downtown is kind of lessening and people leaving after the eclipse. So uh, it also gives us a runway if that something were to go awry um, that if we needed to delay that gives us a a possibility too uh, in the sense of backing the game up. You start at seven and now you're you're backing the game up and you're playing eight and nine o'clock. That certainly is not great for for opening day.
2: Mm. Curtis, as we look at the ballpark every day when Jeff and I come to work, I I get excited because I still see the big cranes out there. Everything can be done on time. Like what can fans expect as far as construction is, you know, what's going on now? Is that going to lead into the season? Are you currently putting, I don't know, Romex or digging holes (laughs) over there to make sure everything gets done for opening day?
3: So again, we're we're under a two-year construction project. Uh, this year, the focus has been on the upper deck. So, our new pennant district and our new group space will be done on it by April 8th. Um, and then our terrace garden in left field, kind of that uh, social space, will be done. Uh, we're also building that building on East Ninth Street, uh, and that's really for uh, you know Delaware North to have their kitchen and their commissary and things like that, moving that from the basement to that space. And then we uh, as People reported and and talked about uh, we're starting the phases of new seats, and we have new blue seats, lower bowl, uh, just beyond each dugout. Um, So beyond that, you know, we've begun the construction of the Terrace Club. That's a two-year project, so you're going to see part-in-our-dust type signage. Uh, But but beyond that, again, the focus is really on the upper deck, and uh, we're excited to unveil that on April 8th.
4: Curtis, two things. Why blue seats? I was a big fan of the green, for whatever that's I worth. like the blue seats. Do you like them? Yeah, I do. I, I wonder what they're going to look like. Why blue?
3: So, first of all, we, you know, over 30 years of the ballpark, we needed to um, bring in new seats. And that was one of the elements of uh, our extension and in different capital projects. And so, as we sat there, it's like, why not go into our brand color of that navy blue? Okay. Uh, a couple other ballparks, D.C. has that. And we felt that was a better way to uh, – you know, promote our brand is, is to bring in uh, Navy Blue. So the decision was made. Obviously, change is not easy. Um, we're hearing both good and bad, as you can might imagine. And uh, But it will not happen overnight. So like I said, this is phase one. It's going to be a multi-year uh, phase to get the entire ballpark uh, to that new Navy Blue.
4: And Curtis, you talked about the club in left field. Is the area with the glass that we've all seen for years where, you know, tables were up, is that glass all gone? Is that what's going to be the case? How, how is Correct. that going to, so, okay.
3: Explain those that Those tiers one to are going to remain, uh, but you have a kind of that third level where the tiers all be indoor, outdoor, and will um, be more of a season ticket space that you purchase these boxes. Um, and then the fourth floor is going to be more of a beer hall um, environment, with, you know, beer and and food uh, opportunities for all fans. And then, Right above, then, would be that terrace garden, which we'll have this year. So, and a new escalator is going to lead you into this space, all the spaces, huh. and all the way up to, to better connect uh, the ground level and the concourse to the upper deck. So, I'm assuming
2: that when fans go in there for opening day, the first thing they're going to notice is is what? You know, right field, just kind of those seats are gone. The shipping right, the containers d- are gone. Yes, the shipping containers are gone. Yes. And, and in their place. It's what? open. It's wide open. An open space.
3: Okay. So. Uh, basically the top of the concourse is is the top there and we have a new group space and, but it's going to be much more open and um, better views of downtown and and the ballpark. And again, it was such an eyesore as we heard for many years from the fans and all that is gone. And then in the right field corner where the shipping containers were, we've brought seats back into that space. Cool. All right. Let's talk
2: about some of the promotions throughout the year. Um, Obi-Kwan Kenobi, that looks pretty fun. I'm looking at some yeah. of these things for the year. Uh, and a lot of Peanuts-themed st- stuff this year, too. Tell me about that.
3: And those ones are special uh, packages. So okay. you have to purchase the ticket, and you get that special, uh, you know, promo item. Uh, but beyond that, just obviously we have our array of jerseys and bobbleheads and uh, dollar dog nights and, and fireworks and rock and blast. And go to colegardings.com and check out the entire schedule. I think my the data has circled around the, my calendar is June 22nd. So you've got Josh Naylor Bobblehead Day. You've got $2 pregame in the district. That's your $2 beer promo uh, prior to first pitch. And then Shaquille O'Neal is going to do a postgame uh, performance uh, after the game, which will be pretty cool. Shaq Teasel will be uh, in Progressive Field performing. Performing what? Yeah, what? He's going to be, he'll probably doing his rapping and he's going to be mixing, you know, doing the DJ. That's beautiful. Uh, theme. So. Uh, we're excited to to bring him back to Cleveland and it should be a lot of fun that day. I,
2: I'm Just take me through the meeting where you're like, hey, we can get Shaq to come in here and he's going to sing at the end. You, I, that blows me away. What, I'm still confused.
3: So, so last year we we brought in a couple acts, um, you know, to post-game concert to, again, added right. value to your experience. And, uh Shaq Diesel, DJ Shaq, was one of the options, and we thought it would be a lot of fun. Wow. So we're going to give it a go.
4: That's beautiful. Uh, Curtis, you said, you know, you're hearing some positive things. You hear some negative things. People are always going to have those opinions. I don't think anybody can have an opinion other than this. The ballpark, when it was built, was beautiful. The organization, the city, everybody, and you might not like a tweak here and there, It have done a great job of keeping it up. It's one of the best ballparks in major league baseball. And I I think it's a credit to everybody, the city, to the team that you guys continue to tweak it, make it better and make it a great place to watch a baseball game.
3: And that's been a focus. And then the, you know, the dynamic has changed from 94 and how the fans um, experienced the ballpark. And and we've evolved over time and 15 and 16, you bring in the corner bar and um, I know this year finally giving some love to the upper deck and, you know, reimagining what the Terrace Club is and things like that. And, you know, we expect, I mean, our lease has us 15 more years, and then we have two five-year options after that. But we want to make this, continue to make this a special place. And, um, you know, having that view of downtown, it it is a a pretty uh, endearing part of uh, the city of Cleveland. It's a great ballpark. It always has been.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to walking in the first time after the renovations. I got to believe a lot of fans are
3: too. And it's it, what a way to do it, to usher it in on April 8th and, again, have the uh, gates open uh, three hours prior to. But uh, it's important to get your tickets. I think uh, the, we're hearing the tickets are going fast. So it's going to be a hot commodity uh, on April 8th.
4: Eclipse glasses, Curtis? Is there a concession again, for that? What are
3: you saying to I the mean, fans you, on it?
4: You could get the Danberg glasses going and you could make a mint.
3: <laughs> so that's part of the uh, details we're still finalizing and working through. All right, Curtis. I
2: I know you're not expecting this, but I I just want you to be a proud. Yeah, comes, uh, no, I want you to be a proud father for a second, because you know I follow along with you on your on what your son's doing. Tyler, who's at Ohio State, and I mean he's absolutely killing it as a young <laughs> broadcaster. I, I'm going to be shocked if he's not doing play by play for some professional team at some point. I mean Big Ten Network winning. Like, didn't he win the uh, the Nance Award and some other stuff? I, I mean, I, I know you. I'm I'm gloating about your son, but you should be too <laughs> because. I mean, he is a it's a name that people are going to know down the road as a play by play announcer. How proud are you, Tyler, right now?
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
3: Very proud. And, uh, you know, going back to Fairview, when he started the radio network uh, for Fairview High School as an eighth grader, and he did over 300 games at at Fairview. And uh, Ohio State has been the perfect spot for him. The opportunities he's had, he's called over 15 sports and over 250 games. Uh, He's a junior in his third year. And, you know, being able to go to the Peach Bowl and this this past year, the Cotton Bowl, and um, just was at East Lansing for Michigan State Women's Hoops game. So, opportunities of a lifetime and then, you know hopefully that will propel into a, a long uh, broadcasting career
4: curtis i i've always you know we've always been friends i have a great deal of respect for you how could you have had such bad parenting as to allow your son to go into broadcasting <laughs> huh hey come on you you didn't
1: know better
3: <laughs> hey you know when you have a, a love and it goes back to when he was three years old and we gave him an espn microphone uh for christmas that one year and it took off from there so i you know, you you lean into what your kids love to do, and certainly don't want to be a roadblock. I'm
2: also go. assuming that uh, Grandpa Rick is uh, saying that all this talent, as far as broadcasting, uh, as being the voice of the Menor Cardinals, has now skipped a generation over you 100%. to your son. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it's all about, right?
3: He says that often. So, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: happy he was inducted into the hall.
3: What your happy your dad was inducted in the hall of fame? Birthday. Sorry, I didn't mean to catch you off. No, he does. No, I just ain't no. speaking to my father. Happy yeah. birthday to, to Dad. Today, Today's his so. birthday. It is. Oh, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday. Very nice. The voice of the mentor Cardinals. Yes. Thank you, Curtis. You're a good man. We appreciate you on short notice. Last moment. Tell everyone what they need to know about opening day as far as uh, things are concerned.
3: Again, all 81 games. Tickets on sale today. Go to com. We can see our promo schedule. We talked about a couple of the, uh, the big ones, including June 22nd with uh, Shaq Diesel. DJ Shaq performing uh, with a bobblehead for Josh Naylor that day. So a lot of activity. Again, opening day, 5 10, first pitch. Gates will open at 2 o'clock. Get downtown early, uh, is my bet, and use RTA. There you
2: go. Outstanding. Curtis, thank you. We appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Go That's guards. Better. Go guards. Thank you. We're glads. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing me. He was on the North Oaks Chrysler Chief Dodge Ram Hotline.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,